Yo, yo, welcome back to the Audio Theory Podcast featuring your host, Superfly. Got my co-host, Danny Daybars Open. What's what good? is good, my dude? Chilling. I got my uh, my pop smoke glasses on. I see that, dude. Like, <laughs> he, you know, he listens to Meet the Woo too. Is like, yo, I got that. <laughs> I actually had these glasses before I even knew who Pop Smoke was. My my younger brother, he rocked them and put me onto them. It's from this uh, this brand called James Oro. So these aren't like three thousand dollar Cartier glasses or anything. But are these uh, prescription glasses or just like to look just- good glasses? Just to look good. I had them on at work, so I was like, fuck it. I'll, I'll leave them on for the episode. Nice. nice. Nice, 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 nice. I'm rubbing a uh, little Nipsey today. Figured, nice. Fuck it. Weather's, yo, the weather's actually shit over here, bro. How's it over there? It's going to drop to like, this is why I feel like people are breaking out this fucking coronavirus. It's, it was seven. It was 81 today. Tomorrow night, it's going to go down to 49. And I'm like, this is how people fucking die. Like, they don't know what the fuck to wear outside. <laughs> like, All right. Now, the weather here is fine. It's nothing unexpected. LA gets a little chilly around the winter months, but um, nothing that would make you, you know, be rocking like North Face or anything. How's the, um, how's shit at work? Is, uh, are people being sent home the moment they fucking sneeze? Funny that you uh, mentioned that. Well, the first terrifying thing is my roommate was just in Italy, Northern Italy for work. I, I don't know why. Break out over there. Banner. Yeah, they, they had a breakout. It's like one of the the zones where the government's like, unless travel's essential, you probably shouldn't go here. So my roommate was just there a couple of days ago. She came back um, and she doesn't have symptoms now, but I'm like, yo, what if, you know, she fucking starts sneezing and coughing and shit? Like, I'm about but to- yeah, I'm sorry, you, we'll, we'll pay for your lease, but you gotta go. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and then at work, they sent out an email, they're like, so-and-so uh was recently in tokyo he was actually on a floor with uh an infected person didn't have direct contact nor does he have symptoms but he was briefly in my office i guess last week or this week okay um they obviously told him to stay home for a couple weeks make sure he still doesn't have symptoms i think the doctors wouldn't even test him because they consider him low risk since he doesn't have symptoms nor did he have direct contact with someone who had it but in my mind, I'm like, yo, it's it's only a matter of days when my body fucking starts crumbling because of this shit. Bro, I was told, so I'm leaving, I've been saying this for a while, I'm leaving in Vegas in two weeks now. And bro, I'm going to load up on emergency like every day leading up, every day while I'm out there, and then every day on the, I'm like on the way back, bro. Because like, oh. I heard like just, first of all, traveling in general, like you're in a fucking container of just far- farts and coughing and sneezing. So like... Yeah. When I'm on a plane for more than five hours, I'm like, bro, I know I'm going to get sick. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, coronavirus or not, like, it's just going to happen. Yeah. But now I'm like, should I wear a fucking mask? Yo, masks are fucking selling out on fucking Amazon right now. Like, and then even if you can buy a mask, they're limiting two orders per purse or some shit. Like, a fucking Jordan's. Like, like what, like, the, what fuck? the fuck is going on? What kind of bullshit is that? Oh, man. But, um... So at my office, it's crazy. So my floor, so we have four different floors in the building. My floor is okay thus far, but the floor above us, that's also our employees, bro, like half a department had to go home because they're all fucking sick. Um, Like one team is a team of like 15 people and only three people were in the office today. I was like, bro, like, like people, like I'm like, if I see someone coughing in the air, I'm like, bro, cough into your fucking elbow, bro. Like, like people just love like, (laughs) I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm not taking any chances. And 
even today, like I felt my head just felt a little hotter and like I already think I have a fever just because of all the shit going on. And it's probably nothing, but I'm just in full paranoia mode. Full paranoia, bro. I had the other day, I, it was like two days ago and I woke up with like, you know when you're getting sick and you get that weird taste in the back of your neck? Yeah, that's like, kind of what I have now. I'm like, yo, no way. So I went for like a three mile run. I'm like, yo, we're gonna sweat this shit out. Like this shit's not gonna stay in my body. <laughs> I'm trying to drink this shit off. I have a, a white claw. I see that, bro. You fucking became addicted to that shit, huh? Yep. Trying to get this this virus drunk if it's in me and have it go find somebody else. Uh, how was uh? Where'd you go? Big? Is it called Big Bear? Yeah, Big Bear. How was um, that? Super dope. Um, so I went with a total of eleven people, including myself. Nice. Or well, ten other people. And um, the weird thing is, like, everyone kind of. I think half the group was planning on snowboarding and skiing, and it ended up just being me on the mountain because. One group got there late. Parking was crazy. The forecast was snow, so I think it was a busy weekend. Okay. And Saturdays yeah. are busy in general. Um, another group didn't realize the price, uh, so they were like, "Fuck it, we don't want to spend the money on it." Um, but if you're not if you're not skiing and or snowboard, like, what is there there to do there? Get drunk and walk on the streets and admire the snow from afar. Okay. Um, so that's what some of them did, and then. Uh, my girl, she went to a cafe, watched a bunch of Korean dramas for like five hours. On like, um, her, on like her phone? Uh, iPad. Okay. It was, I mean, it was dope. I mean, I got to go at my own pace. The single rider line was much faster than the regular line. Um, some dudes gave me some beers on the way on the lift, so that kind of helped keep things interesting. Super smooth. It started snowing everything uh, the terrain was like super perfect uh nope. the only thing was we went hard that night we started drinking damn taking shots at like 4 30 probably didn't go to bed till like one or two i honestly don't even remember what time i went to bed that's how hard we went and the next day easily one of the worst hangovers i've had in the past like 10 years and then you're the uh, <laughs> yep. no I, I wish i did the second day or i had the energy to do it but i couldn't i threw up okay. for like three hours and tried to nurse my hangover and it just wasn't working i finally recovered around like 2 2 p.m that day um so i survived um i'll definitely i definitely want to do it again though i i kind of miss the winter months and doing shit i don't regularly uh get to do were you like in the moderate slopes are you like expert slopes like uh i guess technically expert um i can't like really do any tricks or anything so i mean once you know how to do it how to ride like you know how to stop and stuff you could pretty much do most mountains but um it's of course like paved and doesn't have trees in the way and shit like that mm -hmm. uh, so it's, i can't i definitely i don't know if i'd be comfortable doing like off trail type stuff where you got to dodge trees and you know rocks and stuff Got you, got you, got you, got you. Dope, yep. man. That's, that's like a fucking. Uh, the pictures were pretty cool. You, you were posting online. So, uh, what I get into? Oh, dude, I went to the, the Food Network uh, South Beach Food and Wine Festival. I saw that. That was super dope, man. Like literally two and a half hours of nonstop eating and drinking. Um, dude, it almost got fucked up though because so a lot. Obviously, it's Food Network. It's Miami. It's a Saturday night. A lot of people were out like and wanting to, and pay. So you have to pay like a hundred dollars per ticket to for this event. Uh -huh. So, but it's it's a paid event. Like no one's just in line trying to show up and like rush this shit. Like either you're in line because you have a ticket, 
Bro, so I guess people, it was meant to like go like in a circular motion, like, hey, go to this kiosk and that kiosk and that kiosk. But like, bro, people would just want to get in and drink and do whatever the fuck they want. Like, they don't want rules, bro. Like, it is what right. it is. Bro, so some fucking security guard felt super fucking like tough that night because he was wearing like a nice black suit and like was telling people, hey, no one stay in the middle. Make sure you only go around the boundaries. And I'm like, all right, man. So I just start going and his like, go. I'm doing what he says. It's like, all right, cool. That, that, that makes sense. That's not the congest one area. Yeah. Bro, but he, I guess, didn't see that I, I heard him and like shoves me. And it said, hey, make sure you go that way. And I just like. Damn, he shoved your big ass? How yo, tall was he? Not tall, bro. Like, <laughs> like maybe a little bit taller than you. And uh-huh. he's like, uh. He didn't say anything when I fucking stared at him. And I, I legit said, bro, there's no reason to put your fucking hands on me. Yeah. And then, like, he just looked at me and I looked at him and it was like, all right, I'm going to keep it moving, bro, because I'm not trying like, to, in my mind, I'm like, right, I'm not trying to get kicked out of this shit when yeah. I just paid for all this money. And then second, I'm like, bro, like, I don't want to get into some shit where, like, me and you were actually going at it. But I was like, bro, like, you're not fucking dealing with a bunch of degenerates at a fucking club who are, like, rushing the bouncer. Like, everyone yeah. here is a paying customer yeah. who's just trying to get food and drinks. Like, like, why are you Mr. Tough Guy? So, like, I hate that shit. Was like, what the fuck is this problem? But, like, yeah, dude, like, when he put his hands on me, I'm like, bro, what the fuck yeah. are you doing? That drives me crazy. Like, I understand if someone's getting aggressive or, like, trying to shove their way into an area they don't belong. But you don't need to direct me like we're fucking first graders and 100%. just wild out. Oh, yo, I legit was like, yo, I guess because I wasn't drunk at all at that point. I didn't even, like, go off, go off. But I was like, bro, who the fuck? Fuck, like that cockiness kid was like, yo, who the fuck do you think you're touching right now, bro? Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, but besides that, it was a fucking great event. Uh, it was also Margarita, National Margarita Day. So nice. we stopped actually at Koyo, which I know I you love. Is uh, that when you were rocking the sombreros? No, was that, that was the day before at a, a spot near my house. But we went to Koyo first okay. on Saturday um, to get a couple margaritas and shit. The line there was crazy because obviously they were doing uh, $5 margaritas. So. Mm-hmm. Everyone wanted. Everyone in Miami wanted a fucking margarita that day. Nice. But it was good, man. Uh, easy ass weekend, and then just like uh, just pretty much looking forward and uh, and planning everything for uh, for Vegas in a couple weeks. Dope. Should be fun. All right, bro. You ready to get into episode twenty? We fucking reached another milestone. I know. Finally. Um. So this episode, uh, I think we wanted to get into um, Boosie's comments about. Dwayne Wade's son. Um, it seems like this this whole shit is spiraled out of control. Um, but the name of the episode is Know Your ABCs. As you know, Dave Chappelle referred to the LBGT community as the alphabet people during his uh, recent special Sticks and Stones. Yep. Um, so, I mean, from what I understand, Dwayne Wade's son slash now daughter. Yep, uh, born Zion, now Zaire. Zaire uh, has decided to become his daughter instead of his son. Uh, I'm not too sure like what the backstory is on why or how it develops. I just know Dwayne Wade publicly said this. Um, maybe if, was it on Oprah? I think it so, was. No, so I saw the. So he had a documentary on ESPN last week leading up to his uh, jersey being retired on Saturday here in Miami. Um, which is funny. So when I was walking, side note, when I was walking the streets of Miami on to go to Koyo, it was like 8.15. I'm like, bro, where, yo, the streets were fucking empty, bro. Because like everyone, their mother, 
besides the people in line to get margaritas were like at home or at the stadium watching the game so like my gps is like blue line to go to koyo absolute red 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 to go to the arena because like bro uh -huh. everyone like literally the, the world stopped in miami to watch the uh the the jersey retirement ceremony but yeah so he had a documentary where he just talks about how his daughter at the age or his son now daughter at the age of three was like daddy i identify as a girl um but so i don't again i don't know my abcs that well um clearly but i'm definitely very respectful i think that's what we're gonna get into now but it's like he's his son was saying slash daughter was saying i'm not gay i but i'm a train i identify as a girl but i do like boys uh -huh. so i'm just like wait, I, wait. I, I, oh I, wait he said that his son said that yeah he said he likes boys he likes boys uh-huh but he doesn't consider himself gay because he's a girl okay i think that's where people get lost and I actually always thought about that like as a young kid I'm like if if uh if a a dude turned girl if a transgender <laughs> see even trying to explain this shit I'm getting confused if a dude who was a man tried to become a, a woman and a woman became a man and they started dating technically that relationship is heterosexual however both groups switched so my question is would that be be the same thing as being straight um but i also know there's no, transgender I there's a dude i saw on joe rogan full-on transgender dresses like a woman i think sounds like a woman kind of like caitlin jenner but like straight up loves women yes yeah. It's almost like he's lesbian then, but but I think he still refers to himself as he, so I don't even think he I think he still he's... has the male body parts, right? Yeah. So he's he's still refers to himself as he, I believe, but like internally feels like a woman. So I guess with all of this, like, um I absolutely respect everyone's decision nor I don't know what it feels like to be them, so I would never go out of my way like a boosie or whoever to be like oh you should only you should do this because it's easier do this because it makes sense but at the same time i think it requires edu a lot of education on our part because we're even stumbling over pronouns and shit trying to rap it's almost like learning a, a new language in a way yeah um but like so were you so just asking like as as another person who heard it were you offended by what he said or was his delivery just fucked up so when i listened to it i actually thought it was funny Maybe it was because I just know he's ignorant as fuck. It, like ignorant and yeah, the way he delivered it just seemed like just some funny drunk shit your friend would say like in the car if he heard the news. It right. it didn't seem like some official statement where he's like, you know, fuck all the transgenders. It seemed like oh man, like don't cut his dick off. Like that's what he said in the video. And I was like, no one even yeah. That. Like, no that was the funny thing. I was like, that's not even. As far as I know, that's not what Dwayne Wade was implying. If that oh. were the case, I would absolutely um disagree with that just because i don't think children can make permanent decisions at that age i don't care if it's a tattoo or a fucking sex change like if you want to wear women, uh, girls clothes or whatever like you can obviously change your mind later but if you're slicing off genitals like i couldn't yeah, so that's, that's my thing so i was more so on the side of like i don't agree with the tone and the approach of, of boozy but I, and obviously I agree with you 100%. Like if we're yeah exactly if we're getting surgery for a 12 year old like what the, what are we doing like that's 
because there's no coming back from it, right? Yeah. Uh, my thing is that he, the his son, now daughter, is so young. Again, but dude, there's a part in the in the documentary where he's like he's in a golf cart with her, and like he's videotaping the conversation they're having, and like dude, the way that twelve year old just twelve year old just eloquently just speaks about, I, it, it's so hard for me just to wake up in the morning and not identify with the person I see. I'm like. God damn, like that's deep for someone 34 year old, let alone a fucking 12 year old. So I, I feel that um, Zion slash Zaire definitely knows some of the emotions that he or she slash going through. Um, but it's, dude, like I feel there's, yeah, letting him or her dress in whatever she wants right now is fine. But there's also a, a possibility. Again, I don't, I've never been in that shoes. I've never been able to say that, hey, I don't think I'm a guy. But dude, this may she—he may see a certain girl that you know piques his interest, and he's like, "Oh fuck, I actually am attracted to girls, mm. and I'm I'm a guy." Like you know what I mean? Like I—that's like the only part with booze I did agree with, with the sense that like this may change in four or five years. Like yeah, because we said in the past of like rappers and how they evolve. Like dude, the thoughts you have a twelve-year-old boy slash girl are going to be completely different to your thoughts as an eighteen-year-old. Um, I would think again. I've never been in a position, so I don't know. Yeah. But it just seems like I'm glad they're not making any permanent decisions because very likely something can change in six years that you're like, you know what? I was confused, which is every person's al allowed to be confused about who they are at a certain time in their life, and I actually do identify with this community. So that that's, yeah, that was the only part where I kinda agreed with Boozy. Um, but again, his delivery was fucking super arrogant and aggressive and it's like bro like at the end they let that little boy or girl do whatever they want um it's, it's if anything it's a beautiful thing that he has you know that they have the support of Dwayne Wade and like the yeah and stuff. for sure and I think he I'm a firm believer that it's always how you say things and not necessarily what you say um to your point he he came off pretty aggressive and when I first saw the news I think my first reaction was I was just kind of surprised because I haven't seen any other celebrity publicly uh, announce something like this. Nor well, did I like Magic Johnson's son, isn't he? Essentially, like yeah, but I think it's different gay? with him because he's older and he's he's super flamboyant and gay and like doesn't never said even... identify with a, as a female. He just yeah, said he was a gay yeah. Man. And I think growing up, like I've always, I think a lot of us have only known uh i guess i don't know um people identifying with being gay or lesbian or straight and then you had people who were just straight up transgender but i don't recall growing up with kids who were you know 10 11 who like straight up identified with uh, a gender that was different than their biology like i'm sure you've seen tom girls and dudes who are like super feminine maybe wore nail polish and shit but like they were never like yo my name's samantha even though their real name was david or something right um, exactly. so i think that's what's confusing for people um and especially because he's so young and it's just confusing like people don't like having to fucking change their train of thought that they grew up with and having to like learn a whole new um you know series of identities that people might have and people think it's not genuine it's like oh i can wake up one day and and claim i identify with this and that and they think it's just like fairy tale shit like people playing 
uh, role playing like how kids normally do. Like, oh, he he's wearing Elsa from Frozen's dress, and now he thinks he's a girl. And then yeah. we got to fucking change our whole family dynamic just because he likes playing with dolls or some shit. You know, it was also confusing to me on the topic uh, we were mentioning offline that Young Thug also came out and was like, his comment was like, God doesn't make mistakes, but, you know, God bless you and your family, Dwayne Wade. Um, but like, my thing is like, Young Thug is kind of like one artist who's always borderline those sexual innuendos and like the gender roles, like, yeah, bending and no and one really, quite. I mean, I mean, at least I never questioned him. And like, I know people called him gay in the past or... I think he's actually admitted to being abused by someone in his family. Um, but it was just weird for me to hear from him. And we're like, I, yeah. if I thought of anyone in the hip hop community, like it would be him supporting it. But um, mm. I guess a lot of people who were like super religious, like really don't want to hear about transgenders and, you know, homosexuals. Yeah. I feel like he always, maybe he just knows it. And he kind of always like teases that he might be to like get buzz or something. Cause he always low key says, borderline gay stuff and then the internet goes crazy for like a day and then it just disappears like he'll write i love you baby on like another rapper's page right but then these rappers swear he's like the hardest dude out there so and i i believe it if if all these rappers are co-signing him oh i believe uh, it but i was, it was just funny to me like because i he's been in multiple fashion shows for like adidas and and yeezy and like wears very gender gender neutral yeah outfits which borderline more on the feminine side mm-hmm. and you know no one no one really gives him shit for it and I, right. but I would just think if someone who is himself very gender neutral in a lot of things like why would you even make a comment that kind of hints that you don't really agree with what a 12 year old girl is you know doing right and in all those instances even in his instance so like I think one of his album or mixtape covers he had a dress like all the comments anytime a rapper or any black celebrity does something that's like feminine or feminine in their eyes or like gender bending all the comments are like hollywood this is hollywood's gay agenda like the media wants you to suck dick and shit and in my mind i'm like i think it's less of like this deep plan to make everyone gay or the black community gay and more so um like an acceptance thing yeah Uh, but i've seen rappers like boosie and stuff say like they don't want their kids watching cartoons where like they show two dads and stuff um and i kind of get it like it's weird to see two cartoon characters do anything remotely sexual let alone if it's uh homosexual just because it's so uncommon to see on tv um but at the same time i feel like it's a weird concept to think that watching some shit like that would make someone gay because i don't think straight people have to learn to be straight like i don't it's not like my parents were constantly like yo yeah it's girls and do this and like you just naturally like whatever it is you want to like right so yeah but i wonder if it's like a hip-hop thing dude so like i mean that's a perfect segue to what we talk about here but like um, dude, think about when we were walking to Jaden Smith's set and a couple people were walking away once they found out it was going to be Jaden Smith because they're like, man, he's just doing too much wild gay shit online. Like, I don't really want to hear this shit. And we were like, the fuck? Like, oh, wait, was that at Coachella? Yeah. Okay, I, I briefly remember hearing somebody say that shit. And we were just like, 
the fuck are you talking about, bro? Like, yeah. it's, like, he said he was like Tyler's boyfriend or something. Yeah, yeah, and it was just like, who cares, bro? Like the fucking the music's fire. Like, who gives yeah. a fuck? Like, like, well, how does this affect you at all? Like, yeah, and it's not like he's rapping in the lyrics like, yo, I suck Tyler's dick and like all kinds of crazy yeah. shit that you want to recite. Well, that's like all the, my other thing, which is like, like the only reason why, like, none of this bothers me at all because one, I have gay friends. Um, two, it's like. Bro, how does this person trying to live their life affect me? Like, yeah. I will. I just want, like, not to be fucking corny, but in perfect world, I want everyone to be happy. So if this makes you happy, like, as long as you're not hurting anyone, like, mm. I don't. How does this fucking like bother anyone, bro? Like, yeah. like I don't know if he's taking the side like boozy because he's a parent and he's like, don't let your kid. But like, bro, like, what other options Dwayne would have? Like, his fucking blood is saying, hey, dad, I don't feel comfortable. All right, my job as a parent is to make you feel as comfortable as possible until you're living on your own and making your own decisions. So yeah, well, I feel like there there might be some like prison rule element to it. Like you know, in prison, I'm assuming you don't want to come off soft or friends with that sort of community because you might just end up dropping the soap and having your fucking shit taken. So maybe for a hood dude like Boosie, like you just want to distance yourself from that community or anyone who's like into that completely because yeah but, uh, let's see, like, I'm, but it comes across like the opposite right it's like the loudest guy in the room is probably the most insecure yeah like bro like why are you so insecure that you feel you need to even fucking say anything like, yeah right. like, just so fucking say anything yeah i remember i went to uh it was the vanderpump rules something uh opening or or what's that the place in west hollywood uh that she opened up not too long ago Tom i Tom? think we went to What's up? The one we went to, Tom Tom? No, it was a different one. But I think it was like the grand opening and one of they, got, like, they have Sir, they have Pump. Sir, I'm pretty sure. Oh no, no, it was Pump. Okay. They had some shit there. And, That's uh, like the gay gay bar, right? That's like yeah. yeah. Well, they were wearing pink and it was all dudes and I don't know if the servers were gay because I think it was all the people from the show. But the the community itself is super yeah, it's gay. Yeah. Um but anyways I went there for the event with my girl. Cause her friend was like a PR manager doing something and we got invited and we met these two dudes who were mutual friends of the, the PR group. And I remember like a couple weeks later, we were all kicking it at their apartment. And one of the dudes was like, what do you say? He said, um, he said like that bar was cool, but he's like, man, he's like, it's full of a bunch of faggots. And, um, the, the interesting thing was the vibe I got. It wasn't, like super overtly gay it was just obviously this dude is gay but it wasn't like dudes were straight up twerking on the counter oh so the dude who made that comment is gay no no he's straight oh okay but but he looked at me as if he wanted me to like back him up like yeah fuck those those fucking homos or some shit it's like i was just like <laughs> all right cool like why were you there in the first place yeah, facts. If, like, like you, you felt that strongly to? um but yeah it makes it always makes me feel uh it, it, to your point it makes you feel suspect about the person who's just constantly bashing a certain group if, like if, let's say somebody's bashing black people all day clearly they're insecure you about low key something wish you were black yeah you low-key like, wish you're back a, a black dude fucked your girl something yeah that's yeah that yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so with him i'm like maybe you like the dudes that were at the bar or or like you adjust the way they looked or how they yeah. are so confident in their, like, their own way about going about life that you don't have that confidence. Right. Um, yeah, bro, because I'm like, like, why do you care? Like, that's that's my thing. It's like, you're like, how does, like, 
like I don't know. I don't even want to say like the phrase like in a perfect world, yeah, your son will be your son will be born as a you know a guy. Or, but like, all right, dude. But life isn't perfect, man. Like his kid's healthy. That's probably Dwayne Wade's biggest fucking focus. Like healthy and, and intelligent, clearly. Yeah. And this is how she feels. So, yeah. all right, I'm a fucking. I'm still gonna be their father regardless. So I got to fucking make the most of this. So. Yeah, I don't get why people get so fucking tangled up. I mean, I think you and I have been able to be, you know, raised in different communities that were not as narrow-minded. Mm-hmm. So that's probably a benefit for you and I. But it's just crazy how, yeah, these comments are so aggressive. It's like, yeah, fuck the gays. I'm like, bro, why? Like, how does this, like, why do you care, bro? Like, no yeah. one's trying to suck your dick. Like, relax. Like, I know. <laughs> that's not how this shit works. Like, so the everything, like marriage and shit, I'm like... Bro, fucking marriage in general doesn't work. So why do you give a fuck? There was a this comedian. He's like, yeah, gay people have marriage because you'll realize how fucked up this shit is or how fucked up it can be. Like, it's not the walk in the park that you think it is. Right. Uh, like, for that misery, go ahead. <laughs> yep, like, have this full take half your shit. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think the only valid point I I could see in and this is ensuring that his son actually wants to go this route not because it's wrong or against god's will or something but more so because of the world's reactions like it would be god forbid his son goes through depression and fucking commits suicide at 13 because people are making fun of him and as opposed to being like i know you like guys or whatever but like at least keep your man masculine identity and kind of keep that part of your life under wraps as opposed to like you know stirring up all this controversy and shit um, I mean, you agree with who on that i agree all right well i don't think anyone made this point but i think if i was Dwayne wade and i had a son and this was what my son was going through as opposed to just being openly supportive like from the get-go i would really try to dig in find out or make sure that this is like a real kind of semi or permanent path for my son like changing the name and everything only because i know what sort of pain it might bring down the road yeah but Uh, i think that did happen though because apparently they had this talk like seven years ago okay oh i guess for the past seven years they haven't really been saying anything and so he was like you know what I keep going on TV saying my two sons, and I think every time I do that, my daughter is being offended. So he just felt the need to correct everyone. And yeah. Information out there. Um, so that makes sense then. Out for some reason, I was under the impression this shit happened over the course of like a year or two. No, so I mean, again, of course, the documentary, which I means it's yeah, it's document. Like it was like the, he was like three or four, and like asked Wayne Wade about like, hey, like something's not right, like. I feel like I'm a girl and like, I mean, obviously it's a four year old, so you're not having in-depth conversations, but yeah. for the past seven, eight, seven to eight years, that seed has been, you know, growing and growing and growing or to the point it was like, no, 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 no. Like for real, like I'm a girl. Like, so, yeah. but according, I mean, the funniest thing out of all this shit was, uh, boozy being kicked out of planet fitness. Um, amazing bro. Because again, we were just saying this shit offline. Like dude, First of all, why are you working out Planet Fitness? It's yeah. just beyond me. My brother, that shit's like $5. Where are you? Like, yo, like, you're on fucking your Instagram story flossing, like, $1,000 chains, and you're mm. fucking worried about being kicked out of the most basic fucking gym in America. Yeah. And no offense to people who go there, but, 
like if you're gonna brag about how much money you have and i maybe it's just the fact he has 18 baby mamas and they're just fucking soaking that money right yeah because yeah. you i was i would assume he's at the very least like la fitness or some shit la fitness like yeah maybe you don't have your own personal trainer uh, home gym gym in your crib yeah like you and your fucking uh peloton like you're doing something bro you're yeah. not fucking rolling up the planet of fitness and yeah. like oh uh, so where's your dollar for the day like <laughs> yeah and he called them racist which had is funny because it's, yeah i'm like yo race has nothing to do with this like at least call them uh alphabet lovers or some shit Dude, but do you think that's like the low like the fucking low-hanging fruit that like either you know latinos or african-americans use to like not to get there when they feel like they're not getting their way yeah just to throw that out there it is and it pisses me off because when it's like the boy who cried wolf when the wolf wolf is really there then we're fucked because people don't think anything's racist now right that's what i'm yeah it's like a fucking like negative like bro like oh. no like it's not this is nothing to do with that shit like yeah like, at all like yeah i think what happened they, they found out the planet fitness manager is a home like a transgender and he just felt offended by yeah uzi's comments yep and i would have been like fine i i see why you're offended and i'll dip and pay for a gym that doesn't cost seven dollars a month <laughs> but they do have free pizza or some shit on fridays i was telling you you're the opposite of fitness, candy whatever they, they, uh, keeps yeah. the customers coming i guess like it's a funny thing is, like you never like as i got older I've, I've learned not to not judge people um but they always say never judge a fat person at the gym because they know they're fat and they're trying to work out so mm. um but i always find it confusing how like yeah they have like donut mondays at planet fitness i'm like bro this is like isn't this counterproductive like, like yeah yeah that's that's weird to me um but yeah i'm not down with the the race card stuff i remember one time i was getting on a bus and um this black lady asked this white dude um where she could find something to eat around the area and the white dude i think he was like well like what kind of food do you want and i think the black lady got offended because like he he seemed annoyed or like didn't appear like he was willing to help her out right away like being all friendly she's like she's like fuck this motherfucker he's like I don't want to talk to white people anymore and she's like you look nice can i talk to you and she was asking me uh you know what she could eat around the area and my first reaction was like how do i not defend this woman but also don't come across as like i'm defending the white man or, or like also she's beneath you yeah and also at the same time not defending that behavior and making this white dude think this is how all black people act. Right. So at the end of the day, I kind of just like threw out a few suggestions, but like distanced myself from both of them. Situation. But yeah, I hate when like this ignorant shit happens and then they throw the race card and then all black people have to fucking suffer from. Bro, so that happened. I witnessed this too. So it was like, I just moved to Charlotte. I went to um, TGI Fridays in Charlotte. Um, yeah, they got a fucking shout out to Fridays, but they have a strawberry Hennessy drink. Oh, fire, bro! Damn, that sounds good. <laughs> it's so good, dude. Like I used to go there with Sarah all the time. I'm like, yo, I am fucking destroyed. <laughs> um, but yo, so I went to a TJ Fridays. I was with a friend, her brother, and we were. And there was a table like literally right across from us, so we could see this whole thing happening. Two black girls eating. Um, they, they seemed fine, but like. Dude, I could, I was hearing them like, yo, they're ordering a lot of shit. Like, they're ordering drinks and this happened and this. And then, bro, like, the bill comes 
or no, right before they're about to order the bill, they start sending shit back. Oh, this wasn't good. That wasn't good. This is super cold. And like the guys, like the waiters, like, all right, should, do you want me to replace it for you or get something else? No, 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 no. Just take it off my bill. Like, bro, they tried to get like a, it was like a two hundred dollar bill. They mm-hmm. tried to get close, to like a hundred and fifty dollars removed from that bill. God damn. I'm like, bro, you've been here for two hours. Like, how yeah. is all of this happening right now? And then they got mad at the waiter. We're like, you're fucking racist. If I was one of your white friends, this would never be an issue. And I was just like, bro, this has nothing to do with you being black or white. Like, this is just mm-hmm. you being fucking super ratchet and ignorant and assuming that you could fucking, like, you know, get your way out of anything. I'm like, bro, this, yeah. pay that fucking bill, bro. Like, you owe that people $200. Like, Man, that's some bullshit. I'm the type of person I'm like, there's there have been instances where I'm like, okay, this feels a little racist. But I'll never say it unless I can kind of prove you're like, all right, you let seven white people do this shit, but not me. Then it's probably racism. But if someone's just white and I'm not getting my way, I'm not going to automatically be like, oh, it's because I'm black. Because half the time it, it could just be that person's a fucking asshole. And right. I think and that's assholes are every color. Like <laughs> yeah, every color. That's why I get pissed off when a black person does something and all of a sudden people are like, see, these niggers don't know how to do this and that. And I'm like, yo, it's one fucking idiot it's who did this. Like it's just relax. Guy. Yep. So people need to shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, like that it's a, that's a perfect example, bro. Like one black guy does something and it's like, see, I fucking told you. I'm like, what? Like we're going off this moron, this uneducated didn't graduate high school. This yep. is your fucking like example for the rest. Like, get the fuck out of here. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's funny, man. Anything else you wanted to add to the uh, the ABC conversation? Uh, not really. Just everyone chill the fuck out. Like, unless it's unless your kids are fucking. Um, actually, it doesn't matter what your kids do. Just chill the fuck out. Like, it's not no, that important. Like- Don't worry about other people's families unless it's affecting you yeah. directly. If it has no effect on you whatsoever, like if you can just go about your day, like bro, why are you worried about the kid in LA, you know, just trying to live their life and figure out who the fuck they are? Like how does it affect you? So yeah, yeah again, I definitely don't want to, you know, crucify Boozy, but it's more like just just shut the fuck up. Like yep. just shut the Or um, accept the backlash. Yeah, accept the backlash for sure. Um and just fucking rock with it. Um yo, did you get a chance to watch the uh Kobe Bryant tribute at all? Uh, not the whole thing. I, I watched Vanessa's speech and Michael Jordan's epic comment about the meme. Bro, yeah, I love when they light up the move. Like that just makes me so much happier. And, and Shaq talking about um, uh, and me and this motherfucker and yeah. team, like all that stuff. It makes me, it makes it easier to deal with. Yeah. So I, it was going on. I think 10 a.m. for you or whatever. I don't know. It was like midday for me. Um, so I was at work, but. Um, so I was like, all right, let me just chill. Let me focus on work. But dude, I got home on Monday night, made dinner and just sat down and watched the whole thing on YouTube. Uh-huh. Bro, I have never cried so much in a two hour span in my life, bro. Like, yeah. yeah, it was just constant tears. Like, dude, they would talk for a little bit. They would crack a joke and I'd be like, all right, I'm good. And then they'll go back into like storytelling. And I'm just like, bro, yo, just bawling, bro. And like, not even like the tears of like, I don't know why I'm crying, but this is just so sad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, yo, I'm crying because this is what's affecting me or that's what affected me. Or like, oh my God, I'm also a dad. Cause like, that's not the case, obviously. But just the, the entire idea of it, bro, just bro, heartbreaking. Um, but yeah, Vanessa was phenomenal. Like, I don't know how she had the fucking strength to even like 
be on stage for 40 minutes talking about her her, uh, her husband and daughter like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you like to think that, hey, like, dude, like, it's, I think it was definitely needed for the entire world to almost start moving on. Because um, you're like, all right, cool. The people close to him are able to, like, you know, reflect and yeah. happy about, like, all right, I know he's a better place. I had my memories with him then it's almost like all right now you guys who don't know him can like try to move on as well right it's always weird when because like at a certain point kobe's gonna become the famous basketball player that died like that's almost gonna be his the same way tupac is like the rapper that was super dope and had an impact and is gone it's just weird to think of kobe becoming that because he was damn near alive like what a couple months ago uh, uh yo it's exactly a month today yeah and alive and well healthy doing big things and he's just gone and yo, did you um, see the the so you didn't see the whole thing you saw what his last act was mm-mm. you hear about that no. yo, it's literally his last act so uh, rob palenka the gm of the lakers which is his best friend at his agent slash also the godfather of his daughter who died with kobe wow. he was texting him leading up to the helicopter ride like early in the morning in la uh, and was like, yo, I need your help. Uh, one of the girls' father on the helicopter with me today really wants to get into being a sports agent. Are you still connected with that guy who's a baseball agent? And like, yeah. Palinka was like, yeah, yeah, man, we'll take care of it later. And, he, and Kobe was like adamant, like, no, bro, like, I need you to take care of this now. This girl's gonna do amazing things in, uh, in sports. It'll be amazing to have a woman agent, like in, in baseball, blah, 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 blah. Like, yo, like pushing this shit hard. And then obviously stopped texting because the the helicopter went down like literally like ten minutes later. Yeah. So it's just crazy though. Literally, like, this guy's last act was like a selfless act to push women forward and like you know be that guy. And which is mm-hmm. like it makes you think about like dude, this guy was like a fucking epic human being. Yeah. He cared about because he had an amazing wife and you know four female you know four daughters. It's like dude, whatever I got, I have to do to push women forward, I have to do it. So. For sure. No, that's that's super dope. That actually makes me think of something. Um, and my dad brought up this point the other day. I don't know if it was in relation to Kobe, but just in general. Um, he thinks when it he thinks the middle class is most at a disadvantage when it comes to large opportunities. Um, maybe mainly within entertainment and stuff like that. Um, just because, for instance, obviously, like a Beyonce or Kobe, the the folks they're around are in the upper class, and they'll just get opportunities through those interactions. And mm-hmm. then they also have like programs for, um, you know, troubled youth and stuff who are in areas that aren't the nicest. But then those in the middle kind of are, I wouldn't say forgotten because it's it's not necessarily that but those in the middle class kind of have to figure it out on their own in a way yeah dude i would support that a hundred percent man because again i I mean i consider myself like i guess middle class i mean it's weird because like you think about like i I always google this shit to like remind myself that i'm very blessed like i think the average income is like fifty three thousand dollars in america Uh and then i almost make like three times you know i made like well above that so Mm. i'm like bro you're good (laughs) um but yeah, dude, I agree with that too. Cause you think about like, yeah, like you said, like underprivileged communities get like a bunch of like donations from like, say let's like a, they'll fucking build a thousand basketball courts all across America. It's like, you know, boost this. So they'll, they'll fly across the globe to do this whole African league 
to find the next superstar, right? But then those people who grow up in middle suburbs are like, you know, you're okay, so just go figure it out for yourself. You'll get an education. Yeah. Whereas, dude, as we get older, it, it seems like education and as a whole means absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to like focus on the one thing you do like and go do that as opposed to like being forced to study all this other random shit. So yeah, dude, I, I agree with that, man, because even that speech that Rob Palenka was giving about Kobe, it was a clear example of like, all right, one millionaire talking to his millionaire friend to help out his other millionaire friend. And it just, you know, the money and the power just yeah. is in that circle. So yeah. uh, it doesn't take away from it's a phenomenal gesture from a great For name. sure, yeah. Uh, but yeah, to, to, as a side point, I think that happens all the time. Like I go back to, I mean, you probably know with your own family, but like my mom is pretty well connected back home in India. And like, bro, like it, India's the extreme of like either everyone's super poor or everyone is absolute fucking gazillionaires. Yeah. And those do the, the rich just keep helping the rich. It's like, yo, oh, you, my dad has this company, so come have an internship for him. And, you know, I'll have an inch. Like, that shit just fucking like, it just fucking like, it's almost like incest of money. Like, hey, we're going to just keep this for us and yeah. like the rest will figure it out. And if we want to do a charity event, we'll help out the really poor because they'll never catch up to us anyway. Like, yeah. Yeah. It almost seems like that for damn near every other minority community. It's like either you're dirt broke or like your family somehow filthy rich especially when i think about like even a- some of my asian friends or there's asian people i happen to know like four million dollar house or they live in fucking compton in like a fucking one bedroom with seven people like there's no in between i'm like what the fuck is going on and a lot of it is family you know businesses or friend connections this dude mentored this dude he took on this business like yeah well, they... I, I, I think i hope no one listening to this thinks that we're knocking it but we're just just stating the fact that's how it is yeah yeah i was just it's more yeah how it is it's more so curious about um the trend for certain things and and it also makes me think about d smoke i know everyday struggle actually brought that up he's do you did you watch that show rhythm and flow i don't know um, so it's on Netflix. It's kind of like American Idol for rappers. T.I. and Snoop and stuff were, and Cardi B were hosts. Okay. Um, so this really talented dude from L.A. ended up winning. Um, and he he kind of reminded me of Kendrick, that really like introspective, like hood, but but intellectual rap over like gritty beats and stuff. And it turns out he's the brother of Sir, who's on TDE. Uh, a singer like his whole family's musicians clearly this dude D-smoke has is? yeah d smoke oh shit okay um but before he won the competition i'm thinking they pulled this fool straight out of like goodwill or some shit in compton um and it wasn't the case it wasn't the case he already had connections which is by like if i had connections of course i'm gonna use them and if you think i'm not talented like fuck you and he's definitely talented right, but right, right. it's interesting to think you know, would this person have ever gotten this opportunity if he ever made it there? And someone who's maybe not from the streets, who also, you know, has a passion for music, uh, just may not get the same chance. Someone who's rich could buy their way into this situation, but the middle class is kind of like in this weird limbo where they can't like do anything, do either. We're never gonna, I mean, there is the always the fear to go get go poor, but you think you're better than that because you have a steady income. Yeah. Then you feel like, dude, there's no way I'm gonna ever reach that, you know, 
that other stratosphere, that other tax bracket, um, yeah. per se. I do, but it's funny though, because um, I think when uh, when Russ first came out, dude, they were doing some research. Apparently, like, his dad like was a part of like a major label back in the day and kind of connected yeah. Russ with the right people. He tried to debunk that. Yeah, um, yeah, right. He did. He never like fully admitted that shit though. But that was also like a rumor circling out there. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like most, like regardless of what it is, if you're doing making a startup or you're starting a startup or yeah, you need to know somebody, bro. Somebody's, somebody's gonna, gonna help you do want. something. But I think it's a whole different story if it's like, oh, I I know Beyonce's uncle or some shit, as opposed to I know someone who's done X before and who can get me there or who yeah. can toss me a few grand to like start this shit yeah 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 it's just it's a definitely a a funny um observation i'm sure there's, a, there's a, definitely books about that shit that can have like you know justify not justify but you know show the causality of like hey if you know someone who's rich like who's your neighbor you're probably gonna end up being richer as well like in the future like yeah uh, but yeah it's just uh i thought like definitely is a case and it's it's almost like the the uh, the line that Trump tried to use, like, "Well, my dad only gave me two million dollars." Like, mm -hmm. like, bro, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like it's way easier to turn two million to like fifteen million than it is to turn ten thousand to a million or bro, whatever. Bro, two million dollars in the sixties? Do you know how much money that is, bro? Like, yeah, that's like a shit ton of money. You can damn near start any business, but like, for pe regular folk like us, like, let's say you want to turn five thousand dollars to ten thousand dollars even that's like super difficult like bro you know how much savings and bro like even like now i'm thinking like trying to get like other side hustles besides like obviously we do this for fun and we hopefully can make income off this at some point um but i'm like bro what other way can i make like passive income when i have like a full-time job but i'm like bro, like like am i not gonna have a life like for a while like is that the sacrifice yeah. like i don't it probably is a sacrifice, but I'm like, ah, I don't want to fucking give up my entire yeah. life. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. But even I'm thinking about stocks. So like I have stocks, but even if the stock goes up, I'm not making fucking tens of thousand dollars on it. Like, what am I going to do? Okay. Apple went up today and I, now I have an extra 200 bucks, big fucking deal. Whereas if this rich ass dude has a hundred million in Apple, that shit goes up. Now he has an extra 10 million and can quit if he's even doing shit in the first place. So um, I, th I feel like there's people oversimplify uh, the fact that um, you can have money and turning into something. Like, I feel like once you reach a certain point and have a pool of money that's super large, it's so much easier to make it bigger than it is to like turn a hundred dollars to a thousand dollars or whatever the case 100%. is. That's why I feel like a lot of people don't have pity when like these fucking I know they're young and they come from inner cities. They probably didn't have the best upbringing. But like when rappers and like art, like athletes go broke, it's like, bro, like yo, I'm struggling here to make you know ten grand into a hundred grand, hopefully. And mm -hmm. they give you twenty five million dollars of signing bonus and you're broke now, like bro. That's, like I, I gotta feel bad for you, bro. Yeah. That's, that's on you. Like, yep. You could literally do nothing with it, and, and still be rich. Be fine. Whereas we gotta fucking save our shit, like count every penny, and. It's just a whole different Bro, uh, I'm budgeting strategy. so hard, like, right now. Like, it's like, uh, like, bro, the other day, like, my girl was like, oh, I want a Red Bull. I'm like, dude, doesn't, I don't know. You might need to buy that for yourself because like, it just doesn't <laughs> work for me right now. I know. I, I, I'm so pretty. I mean, I'll treat myself, but, like, in certain instances, I'm like, that's unnecessary. Unnecessary, bro. Like, but for, so, my biggest thing is, like, yo, I'm just so proud of myself. For example, like, I booked, like, two trips coming up. And this is the first time I've ever booked a trip um, in a while. 
like not on a credit card. Like just like yo, like my credit card has is zero balance for like the first time in forever. So like that just feels good. Like yo, I took care nice. of that. Like like dude, like but like I feel like as we get older, we get caught up in like, oh, I think I need that, I need this, I need that. And like as a kid, it's like, oh, if I don't have the money, I guess I can't do it. And mm-hmm. I feel like somewhere in between your twenties and thirties, you forget that like yo, like if you don't have the funds, that means you don't have to do it. And I read this um this great line from like a, a guy that I, I've been trying to study to get like my finances better. It's like, even though you have the means to pay for it, doesn't mean you can afford it. And like, that's like a constant reminder. Like when I get like a fucking like Nike update, I'm like, oh, these sneakers dropped. I'm like, I could pay for it, but I really should not. Cause like, it's going to fuck up other shit I want to do in the near future. So for sure. Yeah. I always try to ask myself if like how necessary is it? Sometimes it might be like, for instance, I don't own many pairs of shorts. So like if I see a dope pair, that's maybe a little pricey and I know like I'm not going to get many more. I might be like, fuck it. I'll splurge a little. But recently I've been seeing people at work with some dope sneakers and I'm like, I already have like eight of those colors. So like, why am I going to fucking get another gray shoe or whatever the case may be? So I think it's good that we like think about it. Like how many more black sneakers with a white sole can I own? (laughs) (laughs) And they always look so nice because they're, you see someone with brand new shoes and you're like, fuck, like I, I could use another pair and then I end up fucking, I catch myself wearing like the same, let's say I have 10 shoes. I catch myself wearing the same three, like over and over. And then I might fucking wear some shit if I'm going out or like the outfit happens to work for some concert or something. But yeah, like I saw this video of this dude, he over or he simplified his complete setup, threw away all the dumb shit he buys on trips, like never buys keychains and shot glasses anymore. Like nothing like bare minimum i don't know if i could go that extreme but i i i think the move helped me throw away all the dumb shit that like i absolutely didn't need so what's your uh what's your old room setup right now like at your uh, old spot like it's just a bed uh, that's it it's just a bed two chairs um the tv stand and tv still there my mom got rid of that grimy ass couch that was in the corner forever uh, <laughs> no, it's the room actually makes that shit makes me. I'm like, fuck, I could have had my room looking like this when I was there. Um, but prior to that, it was just like full of shit, I, uh, useless shit I bought on trips. Um, so now when I go on trips, I don't even like I'll buy shot glasses because those uh, I actually use, but like I won't buy some dumb like artifact that's supposed to be authentic from like Mexico or something. Yeah, this artifact cost me two dollars. Like, yo, it's, it's not that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe for like souvenirs but for other people not for myself yeah but yeah I, I think maybe i figured i didn't know if your mom was like gonna air, like airbnb that shit because it was like it's pretty spacious but I, i'm I trying to get her to do it but she's so like weird about strangers like it took her forever to fucking take an uber really now it's second nature to her but for a minute i was like she's like can you take me to the airport it was like 4 a.m that she wanted to go and i'm like can I just call you an Uber? Like, I don't mind paying for it. I'm not trying to wake up early. All and right. she's like, no, like, what if it's a stranger who's going to kidnap me and shit? And I'm like, it's really not that serious. People have been been using this app for the past, like, three years. Oh, that's funny. Um, all right, man. You want to test out the new segment or one yes. of the new segments? Let's go for it. So you want to do which one? The keep it, need it, or which one Which one you want to try? Uh, we could try the... Uh, yeah, the keep it, need it, or um, what was the third one? Kick it. Yeah, keep uh, keep it, uh, need it, 
or no, no, keep it, it keep it leave it and kick it okay. we can work on because we're gonna uh keep somebody leave somebody behind and then kick it with somebody so the so concept is isn't keep it and kick it the same thing then well, I think kick it's like literally kick it, whereas keep it's more so the music aspect of it. Okay, so like someone you want, yo, I'm done with this fucking dude. Someone mm -hmm. who I'm like, I, I would love to hear his music. And someone, yeah, I would just love to chill with that person. Yep. So don't care about the music, but rather chill with that person. Correct. Or you could so, care about it, but you kicking it with them is more important to you, I guess. All right, so keep it, keep it, leave it, and kick it. I like it. I like it. I like it. It's a progress, but fuck it. All right. So I'm <laughs> going to pick the first person, and then you get to pick the third person, the second person, and we'll figure out the. All right. So I'm just going to scroll through my fucking Apple Music. Word. I'll do the same. Decide, we both decide if this is going to be it. Oh, no. We'll do like this. I'll pick one person, and you pick the second person, but then we'll both decide if we're going to keep it or whatever. All right. So. Yeah. All right. First person is Charlie XCX. Oh, that that one chick. Uh, yeah, that girl that has like a couple. I think she's a couple bangers. Uh huh. Um. I mean, I would definitely kick it. Yeah, I would kick it with her. I'm not trying to listen to any music like uh, no. shit. And I wouldn't say leave her behind because like I think her music is fine, but mm. she seems like a cool chick. Like a. Uh, and like someone, yeah, like she'd probably be cool to hang out at a club or something with. Yep. All right, you pick next. I got a uh, kid ink. I'm gonna say leave, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna say leave. I feel like there's nothing really that. I mean, he did have that banger with Chris Brown back in the day, uh -huh. but uh, as far as my day to day life, uh, if he if he told me kidding retire from hip hop, I'd be like, all right. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have to say the same, which is a shame because I really liked that one song I told you about called Slide Up. But other than that, I haven't heard anything that made me say, oh my God, I need music from this dude for the next, for the rest of my life. Alright, let's do a couple more. It's actually fucking pretty fun. Um, Lil Dicky. I kick it with him. He seems like a funny dude. I don't really fuck with his music, but he seems like he would he'd be a interesting person to talk to. I think he's dropping a movie or documentary pretty soon. Uh, I feel like he's doing everything. Like he seems like that person that's like I feel like all these like comedian types can do everything. Dude, he reminds me of almost like a white Joe Buttons, and like, no one really remembers him for the music anymore, but somehow he's still re relevant and super rich. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> like, Apparently he had a regular ass job too, like, he worked in marketing or something, and then, like, I guess was doing kind of parody rap, but like, it became serious. Yeah. Which is weird. Alright, you pick the next one. Um, Rich the Kid. Yeah, I'm gonna keep, bro. I'm gonna keep Rich the Kid. Cause like I feel like as much people try to knock him, we're like Uzi fucked him up and like he got broken into and shit. Dude, he still makes whenever I hear a, a Rich the Kid song, I, I feel like I enjoy most of it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I have no like I'm not embarrassed at all by saying that. I feel like most of the shit he puts out is actually pretty fucking good. Yeah, same. So you keep him? Yeah, I keep him. Plus he's like technically a, a CEO of his label or whatever, so I feel like we kind of, from the new school rappers at least, need that sort of boss mentality. And I'm sure he's doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes that we don't really know about. Yeah, yeah, I would I would keep him. Let's do, let's do two more. Um, 
Ti. Uh, I'd probably kick it with him. I feel like he has a lot of wisdom at this point. Like he's one of the few rappers that has outlasted damn near everybody. Um, and I would have never expected that from when I first heard about him because he just seemed like some ignorant Southern dude who made dope mm -hmm. music, and now he's like low key like a Jay Z of the South. Yeah, I would say I probably was leaning initially to leave because I was thinking like, all right, I'm not really trying to listen to any more Ti music. But yeah, I'll go with kick it with him because yeah, he's just like I would I would like to hear about those stories about coming up in Atlanta and going from like just an artist that only a couple people knew to like yo know, being a fucking doing world tours with Rihanna and everyone knew your fucking songs. Like yeah, uh -huh. all right, you pick one more and then we're uh, we'll move on. Uh, Gucci Mane. Bro, that's a that's a good one. Um, damn, my dad's on this replay. Um, Gucci Mane. Bro, I'm gonna leave it, bro. Like, I know he had a couple songs that we enjoy, like Lemonade and... Bro, but I don't know. I know there's a genius about him. And, like, I almost want to say kick it. Because, like, yo, there has to be a reason you're putting out an album every two months. Uh-huh. But I feel like it's... For me, personally, it's just, like an overflow of content that I don't really care for. So I'm going to just say leave it. Like, if we can stop a Gucci drop every two months, I'd be very happy about that. Yeah. Uh, me, I'd say probably keep. I don't think I could would get too much value out of kicking it with him. Um, plus, I feel like he's, like, low-key bipolar and shit uh, based on hit current Gucci Mane and previous Gucci Mane. Yeah. I don't know if I feel comfortable kicking it with him, like, for that long no but he's um, low-key like a mogul genius because um because he fucking like yo he's legit a part of like the gucci brand campaigns now oh damn they finally caved in yeah dude like he's, he's all reinvented has like billboards like in miami like coming to my i was like oh holy shit bro and it's like again because like not like he is a good looking dude now that he's fucking ripped like you uh -huh. know what i mean he has fucking diamonds like yo this guy no he's shining though Dude, yeah, like the glow up was crazy, but as far as a music point of view, like I would, I would leave it. Cause I actually like his. So his recent music in the past couple years, I really like. I don't like the old trap Gucci Mane. I hated his music like seven years ago or whatever it was when he was doing that. Bro, but you know what makes me be to this point where I just don't care for his music. As I, I again, he has a couple of verses here and there on some features that I do enjoy, but like when we saw him at Rolling Loud and he was just like, I don't think he was so fat. Um, but he wasn't ripped as he is now. Yeah. But it was like, bro, you're just so lazy with it. You just fucking stand there and just like. Yeah, he wasn't really doing anything. And like, he had his people wife were losing their minds though. Mm -hmm. But I was just like, bro, like this is it. This is a, yeah. This is your performance, like. Well, some of those artists with like that much star power just don't give a fuck, or they're like too faded to care. Yeah, apparently, bro. But yeah, that that shit always confused me. I was like, bro, like this is like what you're doing. You're just fucking standing there and like. I'm meant to fucking fall in love with you because you're just fucking lip syncing your raps. Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> That's the worst, bro. Like, it's not in sync when they're like lip syncing and the oh, song, yeah. and then That's they actually do sing for a moment, and you're like, whoa. Yep. It's like, you feel like you're at someone's fucking karaoke birthday party or some shit. Yeah, like, bro, what are we doing? <laughs> um, all right, so before we dip, what's your uh, heat of the week? Something you've been uh, playing nonstop. Oh, man, because, uh, since ever since Pop Smoke's passing, I've just been listening to his stuff, which sucks. Um, I wouldn't consider myself a dick writer because 
I genuinely didn't have time to fucking even become a fan. Stop for him, yeah. And uh, making it forming opinions, but now I have, and I really wish he was around. Still, uh, I heard and watched the video Christopher walking. Um, damn, that song is goes so hard. Like I listened to it, I kid you not, maybe ten times in a row. I just looked at the video. I was like, hard. I was like, I can't believe this dude is gone. Like this song deserves just so much attention. I know. <laughs> it's so refreshingly new, and the beat is dope. The flow, everything. Like, it oh, just goes man. way too hard. And I do, I, I enjoyed the, um, that most of the songs on Meet the Woo 2 kind of start the same. Uh-huh. Like, he starts off with the same lyrics, but then changes it real quick. Yeah. Like, kind of, like, you know, that whole, like, slow down, slow down, slow uh-huh. down. And then he, like, just goes, <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, but I, what song I do like off, uh, I love that I didn't realize how much I loved it. Dude, the first song on Meet the Woo 2, it's called Invincible. And he just, like, there's a hundred niggas in my area. I tell him, get out. Like, I just walk through him. I'm like, bro, I can, like, visually see him doing uh-huh. that. Like, I'm like, bro, this shit is like, yo, it gets you. High. Like, I'm telling you, to work out or run to his music, you're going to have the best workout or run of your life. But, like, it just uh-huh. hype music, bro. Like, sure. and then when you, like, properly, like, digest it, like, he does have good lyrics. But, dude, the energy he had, like, on every song is like, bro, this is overpowering any flaws he may have as a 20 year old rapper who's only been rapping for, like, two or three years. Um, which is funny because he's like the opposite of it's like the same energy of like a Takashi track and I don't mean to compare them like as people but like if we're talking just pure music like Takashi's just screaming super hard and that's like his thing for the energy but uh, Pop Smoke his voice is deep as fuck but he's like pretty calm on the track Yeah, and the track still goes super hard super hard Um, but it was kind of eerie to hear him on Christopher Walking talking about like uh, running up in people's houses or what did he say? He said, uh, like, give me the Addy or whatever, yep. like pop out and shoot and shit like that. And like, that's literally how he supposedly died. Uh, yep. Just dudes showing up and popping him. So that part kind of. The ones like um, they say outside, right? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah. And it's just like, fuck. Send me the Addy. Send me the Addy. We Send me the Addy. Yeah, yeah, we're going to yeah, pull yeah. up and shoot. Yeah. And it almost makes you feel like, um, you know, if these rappers are about that life and doing this to other people, then, you know, it might happen to them. And I don't know if he actually did this shit before, but it's at the very least, it kind of brings that energy, unfortunately. Yeah, dude. And again, it's it's almost that thing of like, you really need to be cognizant of the shit you put out into the universe, bro. And I know it's like, at the end of the day, like there's a good saying that we're like, you know, we make plans but god laughs or man makes plans and god laughs it's just like at the end of the day dude that's the shit you're putting out there it's like i know it just, it, it just makes it get especially for rappers but like like I, I go back to the whole mac miller thing when he uh had that song on good am where like i don't want to make the 27 club and he's like he legit said i hope i don't want them to mix my shit with some bullshit because i don't want to make the 27 club and it's like that's exactly what fucking happened bro. Mm-hmm. like show with and that's fucking super depressing like with xxx like every other song was by him getting killed by somebody it was just like yeah man it's tough but uh i definitely agree with you that pop smoke um meet the woo 2 album at least that one for me was fucking super hard um so i had to take a break from pop smoke a little bit because i was just fucking (laughs) song after song after song after workout after workout but uh for me i really enjoyed the uh roxanne remix uh with sway lee Uh, nice 
that was dope, man. Definitely a nice party starter. Um, good vibes. Good shit. I just wanted to like not like again, pop smokes music not depressing, but it's like when you it's think dark. about it, it's depressing. Yeah. Um, so like, I just want like a fucking happy song, and like yes, yeah, so that Roxanne remix. Um, Arizona, what's the name? Service. Yeah. Uh, and Sway Lee, that definitely was the uh, the heat of the week for me. Nice. I think he was my heat of the week for a different song. I don't know if you remember. Uh, I don't know, maybe like seven episodes ago. Uh, he's actually pretty dope. You should check out his other music. He was the guy yeah. who I said kind of reminded me of like a Lil Skies ish. Um, okay. Does he have like a, a full album out yet or no? It's confusing because his all his artwork is like black and white photos. So I just it looks like the same fucking mixtape to me. But I, I think it's just like a handful of singles. But the song that that really got me that made me check out his shit was called. Uh, there's two songs. One's called Pace and one's called Race. Um, okay. I would listen to Race if I had to recommend Everything one I over see the here is fucking single, 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 single. Yeah. Race okay. was the one where I was like, oh, this dude's dope. Uber, old ways, my language. I don't see. I don't see pace and race. At least, yeah. at least it's not an Apple Music yet. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll check it out though. Yep. All right, man. That's uh, episode twenty in the books. Uh, definitely want to appreciate everybody riding us, riding with us for twenty episodes, and hopefully we have way more than twenty still left to give you. Uh, this is uh, know your ABCs. Any uh, last words, my dude? No. Just keep keep it real. All right, man. So keep listening, keep sharing, keep subscribing. Uh, we appreciate all you to listen. Again, we're going to keep putting out fire contact, uh, fire content uh, in the near future. For sure. Peace. All right, man. Peace.